0: Welcome to The Glory Tellers Podcast. We're your hosts, Emily, Caitlin, and Beth Ann.
1: Here we share stories of people who are doing extraordinary things in the midst of their ordinary lives.
2: All for the glory of God. We are so excited you're here. Let's dive in.
0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Glory Tellers podcast. This is Emily here, and I'm very excited to introduce you to a new friend of mine today. Her name is Chelsea Martin. I've actually been following Chelsea for a while on social media, but this was our first time meeting in person, and that's right she's here with us. We are in person and it's so exciting. This is only the second in-person interview that we have done thanks to this pandemic, but we got together and had a special lunch today to learn more about Chelsea's story and we are so excited to share more about that. Chelsea and her husband have totally followed God's Um, direction and obedience in building their family. They have five beautiful children, four of which that were adopted out of foster care. And today she's gonna share just a little bit more about their family, um, their recent move to our area actually, which is why we're able to get together and just learn more about their growing family. So welcome Chelsea. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Thank you
3: guys. Of course, we're excited
0: to have you. So, like I said, I had followed Chelsea on social media for a while because of our foster care journey. So, you know, it's just when you're in a season of life that, um, you're trying to put as many people in front of you who's in a similar season as you can. And so I remember coming across your profile. Um, I think it was through a photographer mutual friend And then just recently sort of reconnecting Mm. after I saw that you moved Mm -hmm. to the Louisville area, which is so cool. And I just felt this prompting to reach out to you and see if you would be willing to be on our podcast and also just to like give you some friend time, you know, moving to a new area where Mm -hmm. you don't know anyone. And I know that that has to be hard. So we wanted just to introduce you to some new people and now to our whole new podcast audience. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you. So yeah. tell us about your family, okay. what brought you to Louisville? Yeah. Okay. All your yeah. So yeah, we moved from Colorado.
3: Um it was Thanksgiving week and we moved out here for my husband's job. He had been a United pilot and then he recently got hired with UPS, which just felt like the right shift with everything that happened last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we landed here in Louisville and so far we're loving it. And this feels like a place that we can just plant some roots after 10 years yeah. of moving every single year. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited about that. And yeah, our five kiddos mm-hmm. have just been on this adventure with us and they're yeah. so excited to be here closer to family in Nashville mm-hmm. and in Alabama and in Georgia. hmm Um And yeah, so Jason and I have been married for 10 years Mm -hmm. and he is just amazing. So sweet. This is, I recently have remembered this story about him, but I feel like I have to share it because it paints how sweet he is. Mm -hmm. So when we first started dating... I always dreamed of having a farm, Mm -hmm. um, which feels like it can actually happen Mm -hmm. here in Louisville. Yeah. Easier than Bailey, Colorado. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I always said that when we were dating and our first Valentine's together, he had gotten me a card and this little bag of plastic farm animals. Mm -hmm. And he said, I know you want to farm one day, but this is the best I can do now. But one day I'll get you your farm. And I was like, Oh my God. Marry me (laughs) now. Oh my God. I'm done. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, you they, still have the farm animals. I do. Oh, yes, I love it. So we're gonna have to find a yeah. fun way to display that. For once sure, we build our house. That's, That's really cool. Sweet. Yeah, and so I always say when if you find a Jason Martin, like yeah. marry him yeah. because he is. He's just so kind, so sweet, and just been such a gift in my life. Yeah. And yeah, oh. partner in crime through all the craziness of adopting our four kids. And then Mm -hmm. after that, little did we know we would struggle with infertility that Mm -hmm. like for us, foster care wasn't a part of like, we didn't struggle with fertility and then lead Mm -hmm. into foster care. Mm -hmm. We decided to foster before. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's just been
0: a crazy journey. And I think that it's cool that you all were both on that same page to do foster care together Mm -hmm. before And that you made that decision, like, let's do this. Let's just do this first. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I I mean, it's been a cool journey to watch that whole story play out too. And Mm -hmm. little did we know that we would struggle after. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm And building our family. Mm -hmm. And so it's just neat when God really does have this plan for you. Like he'll
0: orchestrate all the pieces to work out Mm -hmm. and then the four that you adopted are siblings correct Mm -hmm. okay yeah and then you just had a baby last year yeah yeah our Mm -hmm. aussie
3: turns one on wednesday and yeah then our oldest four are biological siblings Mm -hmm. and um yeah our youngest came to us first Mm -hmm. and then the three older came later from another Mm -hmm. foster home okay Mm -hmm. yeah and they've been together and that's been the coolest thing to watch them grow together right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: oh i just love your all story so Mm -hmm. much (laughs) So, how did the fostering come about? Was that always yes. a part of your plan or how did that enter no. the scene? In yeah,
3: your eyes? no, it was not always part of our plan. We had a lot of friends around us that always knew, like mm-hmm. knew they would adopt, knew mm-hmm. they would foster. So, we heard about it, but it was never on our radar. Mm-hmm. And one day I had a new friend that had come over to our house was just sitting talking with her about her story and she had been in foster care as a teenager and I had no idea Mm. and so she's telling me the story of and it was it was one of those horror stories Mm -hmm. that you hear about but you think that there's Mm -hmm. no way there's no way that could happen Mm -hmm. especially in a system that is created out of helping and protecting children Mm -hmm. it was everything but that and so she's telling me her story and I'm like Literally, hear like God say Mm. you're supposed to be foster parents. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So Jason comes home. Oh, like Jason. Oh my gosh. Guess what? Like we are supposed to be foster parents. Yeah. Like God told me. Yeah. Yeah. Done. And he looks at me in our studio apartment. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't even. Yeah. Like he's still trying to find his place in his career, Mm -hmm. and we're newlyweds. I don't even think we had really talked about like having children at Mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. and here I'm like we're gonna be foster parents it's gonna be great and so obviously he was like no yeah sorry (laughs) not happening (laughs) yeah Mm. and this was how far into your marriage I think we had been married for four three years okay yes so 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 three years in and Mm -hmm. we had moved a lot Mm -hmm. up to this point um and yeah he didn't see it and so I he's like no closed off well, I couldn't stop. Right, I'm pushing. <laughs> I'm like, well, I've researched this. You know, we'd be at church or something, hear some a sermon. I'm like elbowing him. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> know, it you is. need yes. more
0: signs. Yes, Here's like, your sign.
3: you need to be certain about this because mm-hmm. I heard clearly, and yeah. it's gonna be on you if we don't answer this call from God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then in my, I wish I could say then I was like, oh, I'll just trust you, but that didn't happen. I was stubborn and like, okay, I'll never bring this up again, and mm-hmm. it's your fault, yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm probably two months later, I were eating sushi. I've forgotten about it at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, um, been praying about it. And I think I, God has told me that we are supposed to be foster mm-hmm. parents. And I about choked on my sushi. Oh my <laughs> gosh, for so sure. I was like, I, he yeah. never mentioned a word about it. Yeah. And so that was a cool lesson mm-hmm. for me to realize, like, Okay, like, God's not just going to tell me. If it's right. something for yeah. our family, mm-hmm. he's going to let both of us in mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And right. And yeah. he's going to tell Jason in a way that when mm. Jason's heart's ready for yeah. that. And yeah. And so... I think that is definitely an important message because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I know friends yeah. who the wife doesn't see it, but the husband sees it first, right. mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you really do have to just be patient with the other person. And it can yeah. feel scary to wait in right. 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 and just like, yeah, well, are they going to? Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. they will if it's meant for you to
0: do it. Then mm-hmm. they will. And you would never want that resentment on the other no. end either. Right. Yeah. And oh
3: my gosh! So
0: I mean, I feel like. If it's your spouse and like you both love the Lord and you're, Mm -hmm. you, you feel like you're being vulnerable and telling them something that you truly feel like God has placed on your heart. I kind of would put a little bit of pressure on that person to at least consider Mm -hmm. it because you don't want to completely dismiss that idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it is important that you're both on the same page because Mm -hmm. you, at the same time, you don't want that to like end your marriage. You would want to do it. um, And it's for the right reasons. Yeah. And it's in. It's a huge thing you're talking yeah. about doing that you
3: need to like be arms linked right. mm-hmm. going through it together mm-hmm. because yeah, it is, it's heavy. Yeah. And like, yeah. and you cannot drag anyone through right. being yeah. foster parents.
0: Now, when you started foster care, um, did you tell them we only want babies or we're open yeah. to everything or.
3: Yeah. So no, we actually, at that point still, it was just foster care okay. for us. When I heard my friend's story, I was like, oh my gosh, like, and we continued to hear things that showed us, like... Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, there are a lot of different ways to go through foster care. You can work with an agency, which mm-hmm. is so cool and mm-hmm. beautiful. Or you can work with the state, which in some situations, this is not the case everywhere, but mm-hmm. can be a little messier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can see some brokenness in the system, which mm-hmm. is what had kept been showing to us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we felt like, and we knew in our county that was the case. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of brokenness, mm-hmm. a lot of brokenness in the system mm-hmm. and in foster homes, actually, that were yeah. there. Yeah. There were some foster homes and, like, I'll be the first to say, like, there is no need for perfection, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sadly, there are people that mm-hmm. are doing this for other reasons. Right. And it is, there are unsafe foster homes. And mm-hmm. so we kept being exposed to that, and we were like, oh, mm-hmm. we got to go to the head of the snake, is yeah. what we kind of felt called, mm-hmm. and go into be foster parents with the state. Yeah. And so everyone would say, oh, well, will you adopt? Will you mm-hmm. adopt? And we kept saying, no, we won't adopt. Yeah. We won't yeah. adopt. We're not going <laughs> to adopt. No, we have friends that know they want to adopt. Yeah, and maybe we can connect people. Yeah. And I was a birth doula at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I loved birth and pregnancy. And so I read this article of looking, in Chicago, they were looking for foster homes for pregnant teens. Mm-hmm. And they wanted people that would equip these women to become mothers, yeah. not mm-hmm. just because people were like wanted babe- to foster right. babies right? and then kind of let these teen moms yeah. mm-hmm. just go and do their thing. And mm-hmm. they were looking for people that would equip. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is perfect I love for that. us. And so we were open to pregnant teens and mm-hmm. working with teens mm-hmm. and we did, we got to, and it was an incredible experience. Yeah. Um So yeah, that's like, was a really neat part but then Mm -hmm. obviously yeah when Jonah our youngest of the sibling group showed up he Mm -hmm. was three weeks old and we had not one baby thing in our home like nothing I was like calling friends I'm like oh I think I might need a bassinet yeah 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 Yeah.
0: and so so when you got him when he came to you did you still have your pregnant mama with you? So Jonah came first. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. So we had a few placements before Jonah Mm -hmm. and we were getting calls for everything, everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they kind of had told us like, Oh, well you won't get a call for Mm -hmm. a baby. And we're like, cool. That's fine. We're not. Yeah. And, but we got calls for sibling group and we were at this point in an 850 square foot house. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. We were getting calls for like sibling groups of four kids yeah. and yeah, just everything mm-hmm. baby is everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, we had a 13 year old who had been with us and she had just gotten reunified with her parents, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful side mm-hmm. to foster care. And we got to watch two of our placements get reunified and it'd be so beautiful and mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really cool since that was kind of yeah. our heart mm-hmm. at that point.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then we got a call for Jonah and at that point, we knew that he had three other siblings that mm-hmm. were in another foster home. Mm-hmm. But that foster home was at capacity, and they couldn't mm-hmm. take any more kids. And so that's how Jonah ended up coming to us. Okay. Even though his siblings had been in care for right. almost a year. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then how did that journey take off yeah. where you got his and the siblings? Teen, and, <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. So the teen. So mm-hmm. yeah. we then move into another home home and we have more space at this point and there's still kind of talks about the siblings Possibly either Jonah going with them or Mm. them coming to us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we were open to that. His, their biological parents were actually even open to that. We were Mm -hmm. able to maintain like a good relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Um, It just wasn't happening on like the systems level. Mm -hmm. They weren't moving those Mm -hmm. pieces. So then we get a call for a pregnant teen. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually got a call for one pregnant teen and then it ended up, not working out, mm-hmm. um, just on. I can't remember exactly the details, but that would happen a lot too. You would mm-hmm. right. get your house ready and like um, go buy stuff and yeah, be ready yeah. for it, and then it'd be like, Oh, yeah, never mind, right? Whatever, <laughs> right? A, you know, an aunt, right, that has popped mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. they're always calling to see mm-hmm. if they can get a, mm-hmm. you know, relatives. Relatives, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I remember one day Jason was napping on the couch with Jonah. And I was washing dishes, and we lived in a lake house. And it was like the water was like glistening, and I just felt so thankful. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, God, like, mm-hmm. wow, like, this is incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Like, mm-hmm. call us, and we'll go. We'll do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My phone rang. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was a 14-year-old girl yeah. who had mm-hmm. um, been brought into care for truancy. Mm-hmm. And she had been with a foster home but then ran away. Oh. And then they had found her. And so, mm-hmm. and I woke Jason up. Kind of same story. Yeah. I hadn't mm-hmm. learned my lesson completely. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason, this is, you know, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so cool. Guess what? <laughs> She's doing yes. in. Yeah. I like, I was praying this happened. Right. It's meant mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, at that point, was just like, I don't see it. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing. I was Mm -hmm. like, "Well, you need to be sure. (laughs) I I don't know who you need to call or talk." But we don't have two months this time. You need to decide because we they're waiting for our call. Mm -hmm. Right. So he did. He reached out to a friend, Mm -hmm. had another perspective of it, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "Okay, yeah, you know, um, I think we should." And so we did. She came into our home, and she was the sweetest, kindest. We still have. A relationship with her oh. and her daughter, mm-hmm. and um, it's been incredible to watch her. Oh, I love
0: that. Yeah, so yeah.
3: she was with us. I was her birth doula, which oh my was goodness. the oh my most incredible yeah. experience ever, yeah. and got to watch her become yeah. a mom mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just empower her. Yeah. And yeah, and she, so she was there. A month later, um, my older, the older three came. So I had the four Mm -hmm. and then our teen came Mm -hmm. and then she ended up having her baby the next month. And so we had Mm -hmm. a full fun house, Mm -hmm. but it all worked and it was, it seemed scary, but Mm -hmm. it did. It
0: all ended up working together and Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I love that. It's It's such a beautiful story. It really mm -hmm. is. And the underlying theme that I'm hearing is just your obedience,
2: right, and the mm-hmm. openness, and the openness. God, what do you have for me? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's scary. And the stubbornness too. I like that. Too. <laughs> Here's what I've got.
1: I know Come what on. i heard. Get on, yes. get on the
2: page with me. Yeah, <laughs> which for is sure. a beautiful marrying
3: of Jason and I. Yeah, yeah. because. I, even when we were doing the, um, home study, mm-hmm. I remember the lady saying, okay, what things are like, you feel like you're not capable of taking. I'm yeah. like nothing. Right. Like, okay. like mm-hmm. poop smearing. Right. I do poop smearing. <laughs> right. You know, like fire, like all, yeah. I mean, they're listing yeah. off scary oh, things. Oh, they and do. And Jason's yeah. like, no, what? Right. And right. I'm like, right. You got
0: it's right. Yeah. It's
3: And right. I didn't have it. I yeah. didn't have the
0: training. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yes, right. there yeah. is yeah. that
3: like hard abandoned, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm
0: thankful for him too. Mm -hmm. In those first classes, I remember them giving us like worst case scenario on everything. This is what you're going to see. This is how bad this is going to be. And I think it's to weed out the people who are going to be skittish on that stuff. Like we need you and we need you to be in here in all of it. So it's like, please commit to us and please commit to like kids that are going to bring things with them, you know? Um, so gosh, you guys are so awesome. (laughs) I can only imagine your house with, This young mom that you're trying to care for and teach her how to care for her baby, Mm -hmm. and then the baby that you've had before that, and then now the siblings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What life that was Mm -hmm. happening within your walls. Yeah. Yeah. It was.
3: It was a lot. It was, but beautiful and like, yeah. And I think there was so much healing too, even for our Mm team to see Mm -hmm. the kids and the kids Mm -hmm. to see her, and Mm -hmm. like, it just, and then us, like, it's interesting as you become parents in Mm -hmm. whatever way, the things that you are. Like, they're refining in you, and oh, you're learning about yourself. Reach. Right. Yeah, like, yes. it was one of my favorite stories with our Finn, who probably, this is all the hardest for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is loyal and all that, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. going through all of this with his biological parents, like, mm-hmm. really confused him and hurt him. Yeah. But when it was the second day they were there and we lived in this lake house where you could see the water when you walked into the kitchen and the living room. Mm -hmm. And I remember him walking in after we went to Mm daycares and he, the foster home they had been in before was kind of just that for them. It Mm -hmm. was just a foster home. They have, Mm -hmm. they never had any more connection with the people after, even though they had been with them for a year Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a place that they're ever able to like settle. And yeah, yeah, it was Mm -hmm. just that it was a holding space for them obviously to come home. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. But he, walks in and looks at the water and this like little three-year-old body like fully rises and like <sighs> oh. and he goes everything's okay and I oh was God. like oh my gosh oh my that gives me gosh. goosebumps I know. yeah and like just that and that was my prayer always mm-hmm. before we got placements I would just pray that like God would be there his yeah. spirit mm-hmm. would be there and even these kids that had no idea what that yeah. was they would feel mm-hmm. it and that they would mm-hmm. sleep good at night wow. <laughs> yeah. and that they would just yeah. be yeah. like mm-hmm. okay yeah. Okay. Right. I'm safe. Right. And so, and that even our teen, when she came and she, had ah, she ran from this home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the Kroger parking lot with her because she needed some things because mm-hmm. she had left everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at her and being like, "It's okay. Yeah. Like right. you are safe. I right. know this is terrifying." Yeah. And her just shaking and yeah. being mm-hmm. like, "I," and just yeah, even for her, just being a safe place mm-hmm. for her to figure that all out yeah. was yeah. like, yeah, just. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. We always say it's been cool to be a part of their story. Like yeah. I don't feel like
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've just crossed journeys with yeah. them and mm-hmm. yeah. Well yeah. and you I feel like I just keep hearing you've been so intentional with prayer.
1: You yeah. know? And oh. like I just yeah.
2: like you've just Trusted in that, you know, yeah. and and maybe you haven't seen how that's been answered. Like yeah. like now you're talking yeah. about here, like how God answered, but you've just been so faithful in prayer. Yeah, and I think that's tremendous. It was mm-hmm. a lifeline for me
3: for sure. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. we had like a screened-in porch, and I would swing, and mm-hmm. I'd just be out there like yeah. praying, but yeah. like literally cussing and being like, yeah. "What the f- yeah. is this? Right. Like, what are you right. doing? Where yeah. are you? Yeah. How can this happen?" And like yeah. Yeah. that foster care. Literally took me, shattered mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and, like, put me back together and mm-hmm. showed me, like... Because I would. I would pray before, like, thank mm-hmm. you. And yeah. This. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, My perfect manicured right. prayer. Yes. And yeah. after this, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, here, here I I'm am, Lord. Where are you? You <laughs> right. better show up now yeah. because... Yeah. I'm, I can't do
0: this. Yeah. And so,
3: yeah, like prayer, I the would surrender. But you know what? Yeah, that's what he prayer. wants. Like, yeah, he
0: doesn't want you to come to him all perfectly perfected mm-hmm. and, like, honed. Like, mm-hmm. he wants the real. Because we're mm-hmm. cussing in our head anyway. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> like, he like, he
1: doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Hello, dear> God, <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, feel, I get a hunch that you're probably... Just your prayer is more conversational, like yes. always in conversation, not like, oh here, I'm going to go pray for it. Right. Minutes. You uh-huh. know? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. if you see yeah. me
3: walking through Target still, you probably see me going, Jesus, Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm
3: talking. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I can. So yeah as all of this is going on mm-hmm. our kids are still having visits with their biological parents at the mm-hmm. time yeah. and they're seeing them and so visitation yeah it just you get these kids and you start to see them mm-hmm. and then you go to visits and mm-hmm. everything stirred up obviously mm-hmm. for yeah. everyone for yeah. parents for the children mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. yeah. and and so they're coming back and it's just hard and then you have like the communication with court dates and like yeah. missing pieces and you don't know what's going to happen and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was just chaos and i think i packed my kiddos bags probably four times thinking Mm -hmm. That they were kind of told, like, okay, yep, I think they're going to get, like, reunified. Mm -hmm. And in this case, so I have to say, reunification was the goal for us. Mm -hmm. We went into it knowing that. And even where we were in, in the Mm -hmm. county, it was kind of almost, you didn't ever even say the A word. You didn't talk about adoption. Mm -hmm. um, Which... I know is kind of more common sometimes yeah. working with the state. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that. Because like, mm-hmm. that sh- should be the first goal is reunifying. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we're looking at other things. Is this best for the children? Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that gets a little murky working yeah. with the state. Mm-hmm. I think they get a little... Yeah, a little clouded sometimes, and yeah. the kids can get lost yeah. in that system, yeah. um, and kids get placed back home before parents are fully equipped right. for that, right. and so that's what we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. We were in a situation, I, but I had protected myself to never, I remember holding Jonah as a baby and looking at Jason like, what if, mm-hmm. we, and he's like, mm-hmm. you can't I didn't say even it. say yeah. it, I didn't mm-hmm. even say and he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, yeah. we, can't right. we can't, we can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talk like that, like, right. don't even say that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so when the other siblings came, I never let myself pray that, yeah, because who am I? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, the most incredible people come out of the hardest situations sometimes. So who was I to say that we were the place that these kids would know and meet God and become who they were meant to be? Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. might not be it. It might be in the hotel on the side of an interstate. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I protected myself and, like, had to swallow my pride in thinking that I was the way Mm -hmm. and the safest and the best. Mm -hmm. But... There was a lot of things that kept happening and mm-hmm. then finally I was like I felt God give me permission to pray mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for the adoption yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I went into the older boys room I remember and I got on my knees and I mm-hmm. prayed and I said, "Okay God, mm-hmm. like let us adopt these children. Yeah. Let us." And the Jason's phone rang right then with the social worker and she had said that the parents had canceled. The visitation for the first time, like ever since they had been with us for probably five months, mm. and I was like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. you know, not that do I think that like right, God right, answered right. my prayers? Right, like right. no, like hear mm-hmm. me right, like mm-hmm. yeah. Thankfully, we don't have that much power. Yes, but like <laughs> no, like God had aligned my heart to mm-hmm. be in with the vision that He was preparing mm-hmm. this path mm-hmm. to yeah. take this shift into right. adoption over reunification. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that point, yeah, I was like, okay. And like, it, it didn't get easy from there because even in those times it got, it was hard and it was, yeah, it was scary. And there mm-hmm. were times where it still seemed iffy and I was sitting on the screen porch oh, praying. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking we had kind of heard like, well, I think that they, nothing had changed in the parent's bio parent situation Mm -hmm. from when the kids came in. So that was really hard to Mm -hmm. understand, but Mm -hmm. they were saying that the kids were still going to be reunified. And so it was very confusing um, because a lot of times that leads to parents failing again, which is not good for anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember just feeling like, I'm not going to live through this. Like I am not going to, but I remember this feeling washing over me Mm -hmm. and truly understanding like who God is and how powerful he is and Mm -hmm. that like he like that like if Mm -hmm. he sent them Mm -hmm. home it would be okay Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and like
3: from that point on it changed how I saw God yeah Mm
0: -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. and I liked how you said how you were almost praying for like him to align your heart Mm-hmm. with his yes. will like mm-hmm. so if it is their will to go home then like please help yes. me comfort me in this season of getting them home and feeling at peace with that decision and i think oftentimes we always pray for like what we want even yes. when we don't know the outcome and mm-hmm. he does yes. you know so yeah. that's very mm-hmm. wise mm-hmm. how long of a process was that from when you got yeah your youngest to adoption so
3: he came to us in november and by The following September, the case had
0: moved to adoption. Wow, okay. That seems pretty quick. It was very, very, very quick. I mean, yeah, that, and it was. I'm sure it didn't feel quick to you, you but I feel like in a lot of the adoption stories I've heard, it's like, oh, they were in foster care for four years. Yeah, mm
3: -hmm. it can be years. And, you know, and with their biological parents, I think that. They kind of knew. Mm-hmm. They knew as hard mm-hmm. as that was. And yeah. it was like, I can't imagine making those decisions. Yeah. But it was on part for them that they, I mean, what a sacrifice to step Mm -hmm. away and Mm -hmm. to allow your kids to be adopted, Mm -hmm. knowing that you can't give them what they need. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm forever grateful for them, you know, and Mm we, we don't have an open adoption and Mm -hmm. it's not a decision that was made by us Mm -hmm. or to say it was them. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that that's a part of their grieving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we don't have contact with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think in some ways, yeah, it's, for the kids, you know, yeah. has kind of made things easier in the yeah. healing
0: process. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's also something that I picked up on. You know, it's like when you had this young mom in your home, yeah. you're almost trying to break that cycle. Yeah, let's give her the support she needs first. Yeah, you know, so that later she won't even have to worry about the foster care system yeah. or not being able to provide for her baby. Like let's help now. Yeah. Let's help at the very beginning and let's support her and make sure she feels supported and loved. And, um, what, what might happen if you all hadn't have got involved?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And I feel like that was something I even learned, like in my hungering for support mm-hmm. and feeling like kind of lost sometimes. Like I kept thinking, like, you want to support children, support mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. Like, it starts mm-hmm. there. Like, mm-hmm. you you know, you can't skip that piece of it. Right. And that goes for our teen. Yeah. That goes for bio parents. Yeah. That goes for adoptive parents. That goes mm-hmm. for foster parents. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, let's support yeah. parents and mm-hmm. help. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you truly love a mm-hmm. child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And take 100%. care of them.
2: I agree. Mm-hmm. Um... So I guess we always like to think about if someone's listening yeah. and they hear themselves possibly in this story or that this could be something God's calling them to. So what advice would you give to someone that is considering fostering or adoption?
3: Yeah. Or all of the above. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, I think good for you. Listen to that. Lean into it. Don't be scared. Don't believe that you can't do it. Like if we can do it, like... Yeah, you can do it. Mm -hmm. I do think there are some really cool things I wish I would have done before to, Mm -hmm. like, prepare. Mm -hmm. By no means, like, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. here we are. We've celebrated four years of adoption, Mm -hmm. anniversary. We fostered for a year with none of this. Mm -hmm. But, if I could go back, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, look at yourself. Like, if you are in a situation to do counseling, Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Go to that before or Mm -hmm. while you're going through the process. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be incredible to, like, because... Every anyone else's pain is going to bring pain up in yourself, mm-hmm. your pain points, yeah. and so healing those before will equip you better to heal other people. That's very profound, that's very profound, right? That was some that was powerful, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like it does. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm just now getting into counseling, so mm-hmm. I'm saying this from a place yeah. I didn't do this, and mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. So if you're mm-hmm. in it, already done it, but the like it's a reflection. Like we yeah. reflect each other's pain points mm-hmm. and a child who has gone through something really hard. Mm-hmm. Even if you grew up in a healthy, supportive family, you mm-hmm. have things that have happened yeah. and it is hard to sit with someone in their pain if you haven't set with your own pain and healed yeah. mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing would be look into peaceful parenting mm-hmm. Um. There's tons of, like, pages on it, and Mm -hmm. it will help you a lot in, like... Because our minds want to, like, fix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, fix these things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, these aren't quick fixable things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think just having those tool belts, like those mm-hmm. tools in your tool belt, it's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. The other would be looking into things. Now, don't dive in too deep and freak right. yourself out. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't get where you're trying to diagnose kids with things. But mm-hmm. learning about reactive attachment disorder right, and right. learning about these things that are common will help you not look at a kid mm-hmm. and be like... Oh, because yeah, yeah, our, one of our kids had rad Mm -hmm. and I say had, because so much has like, I don't recognize it much anymore, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't attaching to us. So learn about attachment Mm -hmm. and learn about those things. I think will equip you um because it doesn't matter what yeah. bedspread you have mm-hmm. or your right. the room you have set up spend mm-hmm. the time like preparing your heart, your yeah. mind, your soul mm-hmm. um
0: and your family if that's mm-hmm. your yeah. husband or if you have kids mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's great powerful. advice yeah. seriously great advice um when you all were in that process and you were starting to take the kids in and you were making those big decisions was there anything that anyone did for you that stuck out yeah. or um like your friends or your family or the support or um, even any kind of like scripture that you clung to or encouragement that you clung to.
3: Um, yeah, a lot. Somebody brought us toilet paper, a huge oh Costco pack of toilet paper, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was the best gift ever. Oh, my right? God! best. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You
0: lose, mm-hmm. use so much toilet paper, and mm-hmm. you can't yeah. run out of
3: toilet And we yeah. all know now. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that was
0: almost, like, prophetic right there. Oh, right? Yeah. 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 So,
3: toilet paper, that's a great gift. And then we had a small group from our church mm-hmm. show up. Jason had to leave to go on a trip the day that the, the day after the older kids came home. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this small group from our church, Mm -hmm. it wasn't even our small group, Mm -hmm. shows up with food. They put like, I just remember them helping me put my kids in PJs as they're like putting their kids to Mm -hmm. bed late Mm -hmm. and like driving. And then they like brought food. They ran our dog in the backyard to get his energy Mm -hmm. out. And they hid, like, notes and prayers all throughout the house. Oh, my so I would gosh. Just find sweet. Yeah. So thoughtful. Wow. So that, those were incredible. And there were so many times where, like, even, like, six months into the process where we would have a really hard day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would get a note from a complete stranger, like, someone off of social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, giving us a gift or a mm-hmm. check. And mm-hmm. it would be those times where I was, like. I can't do this yeah. anymore. I'm not yeah. strong enough for this. And mm-hmm. it was like, God definitely used people to yeah. say like, mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Like you're seen, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're supported. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that nothing is too small yeah. to love on people mm-hmm. and that are doing it. And I think mm-hmm. that's cool. Not mm-hmm. everyone's in a space or a time where they can foster, right. but like, a Starbucks mobile mm-hmm. gift card to mm-hmm. a foster mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, forget well, about will send her into mm-hmm. tears. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Make her feel loved. So that scripture-wise, I would I would write scripture and like post it everywhere. It mm-hmm. felt like survival, but
2: mm-hmm.
3: just I mean the one I would say all over and over and over was all you need to do is be still. Mm-hmm. Just be still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I'm doing this like kind of this, like, at ease soldier. Like, you don't have to fight this battle.
1: Like, you are a place. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: like, you are a place. I will use you, like, Mm -hmm. what you have Mm -hmm. freely give. Mm -hmm. But, like, whoa, like, mm -hmm. you know? yeah. You don't have to problem solve. You don't have to call. Sometimes, sometimes as foster parents, Mm -hmm. we need to be advocates and say the truth when nobody else is
0: saying it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: But it wasn't up to me. I couldn't run it. Yeah. Mm
0: Yeah, Yeah. And, I mean, obviously in Scripture, like, Jesus loves the little children. I mean, he's always around children. He is always there for the least of these, for the voiceless for, and so that's, I mean, we're called to do that. And like you said a second ago, we're not all called to do that in the the exact same way. And maybe Mm -hmm. even differently in different seasons, like I've shared with you with our journey, but maybe you don't have the ability to care physically, but financially you're able to help you know a foster home or yeah. like you said the small group they noticed that need and just because they didn't have children in their home physically they were still meeting that need and helping those children just through different outlets and different avenues yeah. so it's like we all play a part in yes. that in in caring for these children and by caring for the foster families yeah. that is a great way to care for the foster children too yeah. mm-hmm. you know and helping them feel loved and supported because we are still vulnerable too. Yeah, there is nothing about a foster parent that is different than another person. Absolutely, like we you have to special. equip yourself oh, yeah. with God's strength. Yeah, or you can't do it. You yeah. know, and so literally any person has the ability to if they let God, yes, you know, work through absolutely. them. Absolutely. <laughs> not to say that you're not special. No, <laughs> because that that opening up your home and being obedient, like that mm-hmm. was a different level. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a different level. Mm-hmm. You guys are a different level, but I don't. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah.
3: But I don't walk around being like,
0: right? Oh man,
3: like I, yeah, like yeah. I feel like in our knowledge that we didn't have it all figured out mm-hmm. allowed us to mm-hmm. just, yeah, yeah, be vulnerable, yeah, and yeah.
0: leaning on God and taking His strength and yes. not your own strength to fix the situation, hundred yeah. percent.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, we tell stories here and we're telling yours, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm just wondering like what legacy do you hope to leave behind when your story here on earth is done?
3: (laughs) I love that question. Mm -hmm. I think it's so big. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've already kind of shared with you guys Mm -hmm. over lunch, how Mm -hmm. much I'm already thinking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) building a house for my grandkids and all that. So legacy I think is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, it's don't waste anything. Like, don't waste your dreams. Don't waste your pain. Don't waste your fear. Don't Mm -hmm. waste, like, all of it's going to happen. Like, you're going to be afraid of things. You're going to fail. Mm -hmm. You're going to, like, dream of things. And don't waste it. Like, use every ounce of it and lean into it if that is, like... Yeah, if you went through something really hard in Mm -hmm. your childhood, like, for my kids, like, that's Mm going to be a big part of their story that they're going to be. And I'm like, don't waste it. Like, Mm -hmm. use that in some way that Mm -hmm. feels like honoring to your story, honoring to yourself, Mm -hmm. taking ownership and, like, power back in those places of pain, Mm -hmm. but also using that as, like, an opportunity to shine light through the pain, you know? And, like, same thing with dreaming. Like, I think so many times, maybe as women or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. we can, like, kind of joke about being dreamers and mm-hmm. stuff, but mm-hmm. like, don't waste it. Like if you have a dream, don't be scared of it and go for it, mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. And like, don't be scared of failure. Cause then you yeah. don't have to, like if you keep thinking like, don't waste it. Mm-hmm. Oh, failure. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then this is going to be something usable. Right. And so I think that's a legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, Yeah. Don't waste any of it. Live this life
0: out. Mm -hmm. Wear it
2: out. Yeah.
0: Have fun with it. Love people big. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't remember where I saw this visual, but it was someone that was like at the end of their life, like knees to the ground in front of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like I gave you everything. Like mm -hmm. I wanted the end of my life to be like, I literally gave it all. Like mm -hmm. I gave it all. I, every blood, sweat and tear, Mm -hmm. like I've lived my life, like you said. And I think that that is such an important legacy and reminder for people just yeah. to live your life. Don't be fearful. Trust that God's going to carry you through it and yeah. use those struggles to help someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we just learned mm-hmm. the, um, sermon, was it two weeks ago, that Kyle Eidelman? And he was like, God uses, um, like our pain to comfort other people yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what that first throughout. was. I need to look. Yeah. Um,
2: when he comforts us. When he comforts he us, us, we're to able comfort to comfort others. Comfort others. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: And so when you were talking about the counseling, that kind of came to my yes. mind. Like you almost mm-hmm. kind of have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've done really good with that.
1: Yeah. And even on my drive here, I was thinking, you know, all the like trivial stuff that everybody argues about, and mm-hmm. you know, these days. Yeah. <laughs> and just I've had this recurring thought, like, I just want to be so busy, like serving God and like doing what he wants me to do mm-hmm. and like bringing myself out for Him, you know that I don't even have time for that mess, Uh right? No, like I don't, I don't even want to have time for it, right? Mess is what you like,
2: mess,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But you know, we're the peace
2: of loving others. Satan is, Mm yeah,
0: the distraction, right? And Mm -hmm. all that is is distraction. Mm -hmm. And so when you put all of your focus and energy on those negative things, you're distracted from the goal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're distracted, like there's no more room to love i mean right. it almost like takes that out of the equation yeah.
2: yeah yeah and i did keep hearing that in your story of you know you talking about like going out to your porch or looking out over yeah. the water like i feel like you have been active in seeking that peace yeah and like you've you've opened yourself up to like hearing god because you've been in those moments you know mm-hmm. even in the middle of chaos or whatever that it might be crazy in the moment like you were seeking out that peace you know and mm-hmm. and i feel like god's really talked to you through that yeah that's cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have never even recognized that. Yeah. Myself. yeah. 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 So so like, well, well like, I, am I am a yeah. porch girl. So <laughs> when I hear somebody <laughs> right. talking about going to the porch, I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <muscle."> like, preach to my soul. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. we have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step away.
3: Yeah. Zoom out for a minute. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. right. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, your story and you you are just a gym and this has been wonderful yeah, yeah. and I've been fighting back like sobbing too like, yeah. as I'm listening. I know and so I know that everyone's going to want to follow along more with you. Yeah. So would you share with our listeners where they can find you? Yeah. on social media. Yeah. So my Instagram is onward she stumbles. Okay.
3: Is my Instagram, yeah. I love okay. that. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very fitting to my <laughs> yeah. Just yeah.
0: onward, honestly. <laughs> <like, laughs>
3: stumbling, yeah. yeah. I'm just
0: Is that not all of us? Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we were being real with each other, like we're all stumbling, (laughs) we're all finding our way. No one has figured it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're just doing our best. We are. We are. (laughs) so we like to end with like fun little popcorn questions yeah. um just kind of on the spot where we ask you little random trivial things because we mm-hmm. always get deep and we talk about heavy things and so just to be able to end with like your favorite coffee order you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah what's yeah. your yeah. favorite coffee? Oh, order? So yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay. yeah.
3: <laughs> my favorite right now is a iced honey brevet latte what? so you gotta do iced
0: that sounds honey so brevet okay yeah. What does the breve mean?
3: Brevet is when instead of using like whole milk, they uh-huh. use half and half so it makes it really mm. thick. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. it's really good. Wow. And dangerous, but mm. yeah. the it does sound delicious. I need
0: that now. <laughs> yes, do it. So, um, coming from Colorado, I probably know the answer to this question, but beach or mountains. Oh, actually, no beach. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I
3: didn't know I was a mountain person. The mountains are like healing, and yeah. like we yeah. were out there mm-hmm. for a reason yeah. to heal mm-hmm. after a crazy season. But mm-hmm. give me water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Gotcha. I have one too. Um, what? I know that you love oils. Yeah. Oh. And so, and you have a necklace on right yes. now that has your oils in it. I so love that. I want that. Right. Roadkill Gems.
3: Yes. Okay. Shout out to yeah, her. she's an amazing <laughs> artist. Aww. Yeah. Oh, cool. to check that
1: out. But anyway, like, what is your favorite diffuser blend or mm. what you like to wear? Yeah.
3: So this even is it. It's like patchouli, neroli. Mm-hmm. I
1: love it's just patchouli. like
3: earthy. Oh, that's a roller. Like, what? Yeah, the mm. ball, okay, so. You can roll it, but it's loose. I
0: know you can't sure. see this, but she just took <laughs> a little roller bottle. I almost put it on. You can. No, you um, can't. The ball's okay. just loose. <laughs> off of her necklace. That's amazing. <laughs> Cool. We're going to have to, like, take a picture so we can see yeah. that and tag it. Um, <laughs> so, would you say that's your favorite?
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, patchouli neroli mm-hmm. are my, like, mm-hmm. go-to. Like, yeah. earthy. Yeah. 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 People that either, I feel sense. like,
1: love or hate patchouli. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I literally remember smelling it for the first time when I was like nine years old at a craft fair I yeah it
2: just shows how sense can
0: yeah yeah it does that's true yeah. so, I yes. yeah. so
2: I know you've talked about your billion children yes what about a date day or night when you do get away from the, the billion kiddos <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's talk about our plethora of kids. I, yeah
0: I
3: love antique shopping okay.
2: yeah since oh, yeah. our
3: next meetup yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I love yes please tell Tell me, yeah, yes. like yes. thrifting too, or just yeah, yeah, any vintage. of it. Oh, yeah. I just love, yeah, put it on the books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, yeah. We've talked about we need to have chats with Chelsea, so yeah, yeah, we'll make it a segment. So good. Yes, yeah. maybe and the next time we'll take you,
0: <laughs> yeah, what do they call that, like junk in? or yeah, what are the always oh, picking? picking, picking, yeah. Okay. Yes. I like that word better, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's junk. not always junk, it's a treasure. There is a lot, but yeah, I
2: tell my kids, I'm like, look with your eyes, like, dig with your eyes, look with your eyes, yes, for sure, don't dig with
0: your hands. Well, <laughs> this was some truth bombs and it is okay, going to bless yeah. a lot of people. Oh, so yes. thank you Amen. for taking you the time guys. to do this. Yeah. It's you. so fun. It was really fun. And I have a feeling everyone else is going to love you too. So make sure you find her on Onward. She stumbles, stumbles on Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and link it whenever we post her show. Give her a follow. Follow her beautiful family. And hopefully you're inspired to, looking to look into foster care or maybe seek out some foster families around you that you can help support. So everyone have a great day thanks for joining us on the show today we hope that you have been encouraged by the story that you just heard
2: our heart is that the more you share our podcast the more we can proclaim god's glory and we can inspire others to live on mission right where they are we challenge you to notice people around you and be the hands and feet of jesus
1: please subscribe to share and rate our podcast do you or someone you know have a story that we could share send us a message at glory podcast at
0: gmail.com you can also find us on instagram to further the encouragement and details for upcoming shows at glory tellers and as always don't forget to check out the show notes for more resources see you next,
1: next time, time.